Welcome to New Season Ministry with Evangelist Jeremy Cook. We hope today's message will challenge, encourage, and uplift you in your walk with the Lord. Enjoy the message. Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of New Season Ministries. I'm so glad that you could join us today. Uh, we are in the studio this evening. We are doing this teaching and this recording. I wanted to do this because I really felt like that it was that it was important for us to talk about some things and for us to learn what the Word of God has to say. And I wanted to talk to you tonight on the subject of a prophet for our times. A prophet for our times. You know, there's a lot that has been going on in uh, in the in the prophetic world. There's a lot of things. You know, there's a lot of people that are calling themselves prophets that are talking about things that are that are prophesying different things concerning our nation, concerning the world. Um, and I, I'm not necessarily against all of that. I believe that we need real men and women of God that can stand up and can boldly proclaim the Word of God and speak for the times and the seasons that we're in. You know, the Scripture talks about the sons of Issachar who had an understanding of the times, who had an understanding of what was going on, and God and God raised prophets up to speak concerning the things that were going on in our world, uh, things that were going on during their time period. And the thing that I find interesting about, about when God raises up a man or a woman as a prophet, I know that it is a message that actually transcends generations. It is actually a message that goes beyond just what is going on in that day. And that's what I want to talk to you today about. I want to talk to you about a prophet for our times. And I really want to use something that is uh, that is simple tonight. Uh, in Micah chapter 1 and verse 1, the Bible just simply says that the word of the Lord came to Micah in the days of, uh, of Jonathan, Ahaz and Hezekiah, the kings of Judah, which he saw concerning Samaria and Jerusalem. And I want you to notice these three things. I want you to notice who the word of the Lord came to, the days in which the word of the Lord came to him, and what it was concerning. And when I think about this, and I think about Micah's message did not simply belong to the days of these kings, but he, but Micah has a message that is also for our times as well. And if there's ever a time that our age needs to hear a word from the Lord, it is today. We don't need to hear fancy slogans. We don't need to hear clever cliches. We don't need to hear just... Uh, just oratory speaking. What we need is men and women of God who have been called of God, anointed of God, set apart for such a time as this. And so let's look at what is a true prophet. What does a prophet look like 
in these day in this time and in this and in this season that we're in the first thing that i want you to look at is that a true prophet has a unique concept of god's word notice what this verse is telling us in micah 1 in chapter 1 verse 1 the bible says that the word of the lord which came to micah and which he saw concerning Samaria and Jerusalem. And that these expressions describe the prophet's unique concept of God's word. You see, a true prophet always speaks the word of the Lord. Let me say that again. A true prophet always speaks the word of the Lord. When God puts his hand and puts his anointing on someone. And when they speak, when they begin to open their mouths and they begin to speak, the words of the prophet are actually the word of the Lord. Notice that Micah, when you study the book of Micah, Micah did not relate any of his experiences of faith, but he ended, but he did indicate that God's hand was heavy on him when he spoke, Thus saith the Lord. Micah's message and a message of a true prophet or someone who was speaking for the Lord, the message always originates. It originated from the Lord. How does that apply to us today? We must maintain, we must be true to the Word of God. We must be obedient to the Word of God. Whatever that we proclaim in this day and in this hour, in the midst of everything that's going on, in the midst of, of the chaos in our nation, in the midst of the chaos in our world, we need men and women who are speaking the true word of God. The Bible says to study yourself. To study yourself approved unto God. A workman needeth not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. And so a true prophet speaks for the Lord. A true prophet has an inward perception through the influence of God's spirit. The Bible says in this verse, which he Saul. Micah's words were not his personal opinion. He disclosed what the Lord showed him. Isn't that amazing that he only spoke what God showed him? No prophet, no man of God, no woman of God arrives at this perception without intimate fellowship with God. When a person lives close to the Lord, he or she begins to see what God wants. Can I tell you, if you're living close to God, you're going to see what God sees. You're going to sense what God senses. You're going you're gonna to perceive what God perceives. And that can only happen by the Spirit of God as we become in close fellowship with God. Zechariah chapter 4 says that it's not by might, nor is it by power. But it is by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. When God begins to deal with a man or a woman in the prophetic and what God is wanting, we have to understand that that comes through close, intimate fellowship. 
And if you're wanting to see what God sees, if you're wanting to feel what God feels, if you're wanting God to reveal his word to you, it has to come through close, intimate fellowship with him. So a true prophet has a unique concept of God's word. The second thing about a true prophet is a true prophet has great respect for the Lord. Micah's great respect for God may seem may be seen in this verse in Micah chapter 1 and verse 1 and throughout all of this book as well. Because notice these things. A true prophet respects the holy character of God. Micah respected the majestic nature of God. He called him the Lord or Elohim to describe the power of God. I mean, think about it. He respected the holy nature of who God was. He respected that. See, I'm going to tell you something. No true prophet makes God out to be a buddy. Uh, let me let me say that again. No true prophet of God makes God out to be their buddy. It, it, it is you have to have a respect for the Lord. You have to have a, a a holy fear of the Lord and a proper reverence for God. It, it, it's disheartening to see at times these people that that treat God or these preachers, these ministers that treat God as their best buddy you know, and you know somebody that you'd have over for a burger or, or 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 a drink or whatever or what or what have you. But Micah understood the holy character of God. That God's not like us. God is God is I while even God even though that God it manifests in the flesh made himself of no reputation but took upon him the form of a servant we have to understand that God is so much higher than we are. And I'm going to tell you, if you're going to be a man or a woman that is used of God in the prophetic, you've got to have, you've got to respect the holy righteousness of God. The other thing is, and this respect for the Lord, is that a true prophet respects the judgment of God. Micah didn't view God as a raging tyrant, but neither did he see him as an easygoing grandfather. He didn't see him as, as somebody who was, who was a tyrant, but he also understood the balance to everything. He knew that God was a God of righteous judgment. He knew that God was a God of grace. He was a God of mercy, but he was also a God of judgment. See, here's the thing. You can't have the judgment of God without having the mercy of God. You can't have the mercy and grace of God without having the judgment of God. Because, see, being, being aware of God's judgment gives one of, of a profound respect for the Lord in His commandments. I mean, think about it. There, there's not... I try every time when I get up to preach and I to get behind the pulpit, I try to have a holy reverence of who God is and the calling that is upon my life. Because it is so it is so important that we don't take that lightly. 
that the calling that God has given to us is so high. It is so weighty. It is so it, 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 is, it is so important that we keep that respect for the Lord. I'm afraid that so many of us in ministry, so many of us in our churches, we are losing the respect of God. But I want to tell you this evening, I want to tell you on this teaching, on this podcast tonight, that we need to renew our respect for the Lord, our reverence for the things of God. And if you're going to be, if if you're going to be a prophet of God, if you're going to, if God is going to reveal Himself to you, He'll only reveal Himself to those that respect who He is. Not only is a true prophet has, not only does a true prophet have a great respect for the Lord, but thirdly, a true prophet has the ability to be himself as he's used of God. When we look at this verse in Micah chapter 1 and verse 1, he has some pertinent facts about the personal life of the prophet. From this first verse, we learn his name, his hometown, and the time in which he lived and worked. What I love about this is that God uses all kinds of of people. Micah, this what theologians call a minor prophet, he belonged to an illustrious group of prophets. Because each one of the prophets that we find in the Bible was different. Isaiah was a statesman, a city dweller who prophesied to kings. Hosea learned his message from a domestic tragedy. Amos was a herdsman from the south who prophesied to Israel. Micah was a prophet from a small southern Judean village who prophesied to Jerusalem and Judea. And God used each one of these unique prophets. You see, about all we know of Micah is his name and his hometown. His name means, Micah's name means, who is like the Lord? Who is like Yahweh. This obviously indicates his relationship to the Lord. And it's amazing how God used him to get the message. God does not choose one kind of person to be his spokesman. He works through all different kinds of people. And think about that. God wants to use somebody who can simply be themselves. And God works through that you know we try to uh, try to put ministers and prophets in in certain categories that this is what you've got to look like to be used of God this is what you've got to look like to be a minister of God this is what you've got you you've got to dress this way you've got to wear a suit and tie or you got to have your hair combed this way or you've got to do those certain things you've got to be of a certain economic status or you've got to you've got to go to a certain school to learn all the things concerning ministry but God used all sorts of people he doesn't use just one type of person but he'll use those people that are available and the prophet needs to learn about his or her true self Micah did not imitate the life and ministry of another prophet. I'm going to say that again. He did not try to imitate the ministry 
of another prophet. He accepted his background and his personality and used them for the glory of God. Can I just speak to somebody right now that may be listening to this, that God may be calling into ministry? Let God work through you. You don't have to try to be like anybody else. You don't have to try. You don't have to try to be another high-profile preacher. God didn't call you to be a T.D. Jakes. He didn't call you to be a Rod Parsley. He didn't call you to be. He didn't call you to be a Jeremy Cook. He called you to be you, because no one can be effect. Can be an effective servant of the Lord. While trying to be someone's, someone else. You can't operate in somebody else's anointing. It's impossible. Because that anointing belongs to them. You can't, you can't work and operate in somebody else's anointing. It's impossible to do. Because that anointing is strictly for them. Find the anointing that God wants, that God wants to place on your life. And walk in. In that, find out who you are, then minister f- for the Lord out of your true being. God wants to use you, and in this day and age, God is looking for people who are genuine, God is looking for people who are authentic people. And so, not only does a true prophet have the ability to be himself as he is used by God, but fourthly. A true prophet has an amazing relevancy to the times. I'm going to say that again. A true prophet has an amazing relevancy to the times. Two expressions in Micah chapter 1 verse 1 tell us about Micah's relevancy to his time. Look at these expressions. In the days of Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah which he saw concerning Samaria and Judah. Micah spoke to the needs of his age. Can I challenge you? If you're going to be used of God, if you're going to be a prophet for this day and in this age, speak to the needs of today. God wants you to minister to the people where they are at. A true prophet, relates to the times. Micah's ministry took place during the reign of three of three of Judah's kings. If we are to understand this message that Micah had, we need to know about the historical events during the reigns of these three kings. It was a time of international crisis. Israel had fallen in 722 BC to the Assyrians, and during Micah's Time, the Assyrians under Sennacherib threatened Judah, and Micah gave hope to the people during this crisis. I mean, think about it. What is going on in our world today? What is going on in our nation today? What is going on in your church? Bring hope to the people where they are at. In the midst of crisis, God will give you a message of hope. In the midst of difficulty, God will give you a message of hope. In the midst of the enemy fighting against people, God will give you a message of hope. And if there's ever a time that we need a message of hope, it is today. We need 
that message. And so if you can, if God through his Holy Spirit will give you the ability to understand the times and to understand what is needed for this hour. And I'm reminded of a, of a, of a young preacher who was just out of seminary and he was preaching in a, in a little small country church and he thought that he was going to impress them by talk, by preaching about dispensationalism. While he was preaching everything, it wasn't sticking. Nothing was going on. Why? Because that church wasn't interested. Wasn't interested in his in in his in his seminary knowledge. They were wanting to know: Can he minister to the needs of the people? And true men and women of God and true prophets of God, when God raises them up, speak to the needs and the times of the people. We've got to be able to relate to the times. And then a true prophet needs to commend or condemn a people's way of living. Oh my goodness, I know that that's, I know that that is rough. I know that that is, is, that goes against everything that the modern church teaches because the modern church will teach you don't judge don't condemn but there are times where we need where we need to commend the people and there are times that we need to condemn the people's way of living micah spoke concerning samaria and jerusalem and these were the capitals of the northern and southern kingdoms Micah spoke against all of the evils he observed, and he condemned sin. Think about that. He said, listen, listen, perhaps the way that you're living is not the way that you should be living. God has called you to a holy standard of living. And God always, and God, when he raises up a prophet under the anointing of the Spirit of God, he will always that prophet will always find the balance between confronting the evils of the day and calling out the sin in the church in the nation in the world will also do and will also commend the people will commend the people and so he also encouraged the people that hey you don't have to live this way. You don't have to be in bondage. You don't have to be a slave. You don't have to be a slave to these evil ways. And we need men and women of God in this day, in this age, to arise and to say, you know what? God, God is not happy with your sin, but here's the good news. You don't have to live that way anymore. Jesus can set you free. Jesus can make you whole. That it's what a true prophet does. And Micah was a true prophet. He spoke to his day. And those same words still speak to us today. And so I want to challenge you. I want to tell you today that what you can do is you can be used of God. God can use you. God can help you. God can anoint you with the power of God 
and to raise you up in these days to speak to the times and to speak to what God is wanting to do if you'll allow God to use you. I want to pray with you right now. And and then we'll be right back because I got some exciting news that I want to tell you, some things that I want to share with you concerning ministry. But I want to pray with you. Maybe God is speaking to you about, about his call on your life. But listen, let God use you. Let God speak through you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you today, Lord God. I thank you that... You are looking for men and women that you can lay your hand upon and that you could raise up in these last days. Father, I ask you, Lord God, that you would begin to raise up men and women in this nation. You would begin to raise up men and women in this world, Lord God, that would would proclaim the uncompromised word of God. Raise up people from all corners of the globe, Lord, that may be listening to this. Let your spirit be on the inside of them. Help them today, Lord. Give them a fresh touch. Give them a fresh anointing. Help them to yield to what you are calling them to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I hope you enjoyed this teaching. We'll be right back because I've got some exciting news. So don't you go away. that that teaching was a blessing to you. I hope that it encouraged you. I hope that it inspired you to reach forth to do everything that God is wanting you to do. Listen, God is doing some great things in New Season Ministries, and I wanted just to share with you just a little bit um, of our itinerary of where we're going to be. And so if you wanted to come and join us for a service, we would love to visit with you and be with you in service. want to let you know that May the 23rd, Sunday, May the 23rd, we are going to be in Jeffersonville, Kentucky at the Jeffersonville Assembly of God great church and we always have such a great time there. That service starts at 11 a.m. Also on June the 13th at 4 p.m. we're going to be in Corbin, Kentucky at the Bee Creek House of uh, Bee Creek House of God there in Corbin, Kentucky. Uh, a special four o'clock service on that Sunday afternoon. It is going to be a tremendous time. One that I'm really excited about is our is our homecoming camp meeting here in Stanton, Kentucky at Harvest Time Assembly Ministries. This is my home church, July the 19th through the 23rd. Again, it's our homecoming camp meeting here in Stanton, Kentucky, uh, July the 19th through the 23rd at Harvest Time Assembly Ministries. We do this every single year, and we do morning services we do at we do evening services it is such a powerful time you're not going to want to miss this various speakers will be there a part of it i'll be preaching part of that camp meeting as well and it is such a powerful powerful time if you can get here to stanton kentucky we we encourage you to be here and then also just looking ahead real quick september the 11th i'll be preaching in telequa oklahoma september the 13th through the 15th i'll be in blackwell oklahoma and then september the 16th and 17th, I will be in, uh, in in Eden, Oklahoma. If you're interested in having us, we would love to come be with you in service. Get your pastor to get in contact 
with us, call us, uh, let us let us come and let us be a blessing to you. We know that it is that this is the time that God is wanting to send revival. And so, if you're in the area while these time uh, during for these services, we'd love to meet you. We'd love to see you. We look forward to you to seeing you in service soon. today's message by evangelist Jeremy Cook. If you would like more information regarding New Season Ministry, to schedule Jeremy to minister at your event, or to support the ministry with a love gift, please contact us at 859-404-4007, or you may email him at pastorjeremycook at gmail.com. God bless, and we will see you next time on New Season Ministry. Thank you.